0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, dear friends. Welcome to another broadcast here from John Thiel Maasbach, all the way from Holland, the Netherlands. I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Well, I hope you're happy. I hope you feel blessed And I pray that you have given your heart, your spirit and your soul to our Lord Jesus, to the Father in heaven and to the Holy Spirit. But not only your heart and your spirit, I pray that you have also given him your body. Oh, we need to give our body into the service of the Lord. We need to give our body that we may glorify the Father through the works that God can do through our life and that we will live pleasing unto him." You know, it's a very important thing that we will live for him in soul, body, and spirit, and that we will serve him with the thoughts that we have, with the thoughts that originate in our heart, but also in the body, in the outward body, that we will serve him and that it will glorify God that we are living holy lives. Let's go for this subject to 1 Corinthians chapter six, and I wanna read quite some verses today, verse 12 to 20. So 1 Corinthians chapter six, verse 12 to 20. And it says, Paul writes here, everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Food is for the stomach, and the stomach for food, but God will do away with both of them. The body is not intended for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. And God has not only raised the Lord to life, but will also raise us up by His power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Am I therefore to take the members of Christ and make them part of a prostitute? Certainly not. Do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? For he says, the two shall be one flesh. But the one who is united and joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Run away from sexual immorality." Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body, but the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property? You were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then, honor and glorify God with your body. Well, this is quite something today that we are reading. And maybe some of you, these words have pierced your heart. Because if you're truthful and honest to yourself and to the Lord, You must say that you have used your body or you have permitted your body to be used for things that are not glorifying Him. Well, today I wanna encourage you. I'm not here to point a finger to you at all, but I'm here to encourage you and to help you that you will change your lifestyle. We can change our lifestyle through the power of the Holy Spirit that is within us. We just read that we are members of the body of Christ. We are one with him, one with him. Oh, to be one with him means that we have turned our back to the world, and we're not living according to the world anymore. I know that the message that I'm bringing today in some countries, especially these Western and atheistic countries, oh, the people would think I'm crazy preaching this, that I'm preaching some message that is Thousands of years old, well that's not true. That's not true, it's only one generation ago that people thought so very differently according to sexuality and how to live with their body and how to serve God with their body, soul, mind, and spirit. So my dear friends, some people who think that we are so old age, it's not true. And they call themselves free. They think because they can do with their body whatever they wanna do, that they are free. But if you look truthfully, you will see that they are a slave of their own flesh, a slave of their own body who is constantly yearning and going towards things that are defiling them and that are bringing them in a lifestyle or keeping them in that lifestyle that keeps the curse upon them, that steals the joy of God, that takes the peace of the Lord away that's bringing them into a lifestyle or you're having a lifestyle that is ruining your marriage. It's ruining your life. It's ruining yourself and your future. And my dear friend, these words from the Bible, to live pure and to live holy, it's not an old fashioned message. It's a message for today. It's a message for young and old. It's a message for you, my dear friend, that if you want to enjoy the blessings of God, if you want to enjoy God's goodness in your life, in your marriage, in your family, for your future and for your future generations, then you must change your life. You must repent of those sinful things and you must ask the Lord to cleanse you and to make you holy and to sanctify you, and then, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we must live a different life, a life where we are not a slave of the flesh anymore, but that we are truly free, whom the sun sets free, is truly free. Well, I wrote down a few things that I feel are important in this issue, and I'm not only talking about sexuality, but in these days, sexuality is a big thing. People are going to bed left and right with whomever they please or whenever they please, and, and, and they're doing their harm to their body. They're living in a way that they don't realize. They think it's only the flesh. What does it matter? But, but it's ruining something that is so important, and especially, oh, I'm talking to Christians today, especially if you're a Christian And the worldly lifestyle that's out there, okay, let the world live as the world wants to live. But you who has become a child of God, you who are changed in nature, changed, have become a new creation, you should not continue to live in the lifestyle that the world has adapted and that the world calls normal. Maybe the government calls it normal. Maybe society calls it normal, but we are living according to the word of God. Well, you know, it's very simple. If you're a factory and you make something, you make a manual for it. And you say, if you will use this item according to the manual, how the manual says to use it, then you can enjoy it and then we give a warranty. You will have a guarantee, a warranty that this item will work as long as you use it according to the manual. And the manual will have things which you must do and things which you can't do. Well, the Bible is our manual. It is the manual that we have received from our heavenly creator. God created us. He created us, it's soul, body, spirit, and he knows what's best for us. And he gave this manual, and he said, if you will live according to the manual, then you will be healthy, then you will be strong, then you will be happy, then you will have peace. So we must live according to God's manual, and that's the Bible, hallelujah, that's the word of God. So my dear friends, live according to the word of God. Some people think, well, if I don't read it, then I don't know it, and then I'm not accountable. Well, my dear friend, you're missing out. You're missing out. With that kind of a mindset, you're missing out because you could be so blessed. You could have so much peace and so much joy if you would just find out how God is telling us to live. And if we live according to it, We will be the blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I want you to be blessed. Don't live according to how society says is okay. Not even according to some churches. They call themselves church, but you know they have some form of religion, but they have allowed the sewer of the world to enter into that church with all the rubbish and with all the filth. And now somehow they have, skipped some verses or they have some lies that they have adapted in their doctrine that you can live the way you want to live, the way the world lives. But we are not like that. We are born again, hallelujah. We are a new creation, hallelujah. And we should live according to that new creation that we are in Christ. We are in Christ. We are Christ-like. And we want to be more and more according to his image that the Father is making us into. Well, I think it's very important. I wrote down, number one, your lips. How are you using your lips? Use your lips to praise God. Don't use your lips to gossip or to complain all the time or to speak filth or to do other stuff that are not building up. But let us be builders Builders of the kingdom, builders of the church, and let us give our tongue to the noble cause of the kingdom of God to speak holy and to be pleasing in the language that we use. That doesn't mean that I'm singing praises the whole day and When somebody asks me a question I cannot answer normally anymore, that I'm constantly using scriptures for everything. If somebody says, pass me the sugar, well, I'm throwing a whole scripture out there. And when somebody's asking me what time it is, I'm giving a whole scripture there. I'm not talking about that. But you know what I mean. There is a difference in how we can talk. And we should talk Christ-like. We should talk positive. We should talk holy. There are some things that should not be in our mouth. We should not speak the way the world speaks. It says in Psalm 63, and I want to encourage you, read that whole psalm. It's so beautiful, Psalm 63. But I just want to read a little part out of verse 3. And it says, my lips will glorify you. Oh, that's what David said. And it speaks about how his heart yearns to live for God. Oh, and he says, "My lips will glorify you." Oh, be it that you are in church or that you are out church, wherever you are, let your lips glorify God. That's so important. Another important thing is obey His word. It says in Malachi chapter two, verse two, "If you don't listen and if you don't take it to heart to honor My name, I will send a curse among you." Wow. That's heavy language here. He says, if you don't listen, if you don't obey, if you don't honor me with your heart, I will send a curse among you. What was the problem in their day? Well, you can read it in Malachi chapter one, verse six, seven in Deuteronomy 15, 21. They were disobeying God's law by presenting defiled food on the altar. Well, what do you mean with this, Pastor John, Brother John? Well, what I mean with this is, this body should be an offering to the Lord. A holy, acceptable offering to Him. And if we defile it, then we are bringing a defiled offering to the Lord. They were not taking things serious. They were giving to God stuff that you wouldn't even give to your to your friends, to your neighbors, or to a stranger. And they were giving it to God like, here I am Lord, giving you something great, something wonderful, something pure. But God said, you're not giving me a holy sacrifice. You're giving me the defiled stuff and I won't have it anymore. And if you continue to do it, I will send a curse among you. Oh, don't we understand if we call ourselves a child of God, if we call ourselves a Christian, and yet we are abusing our body, we're defiling our body, we're giving our body to immorality, we're speaking filth, we're thinking filth, we're doing filth to our body, that is the same as the sin here in Malachi. We are bringing an offering of a defiled something. Oh, let us not give a defiled Offering to the Lord. He has purchased us, we read in Corinthians. He has cleansed us with the blood of his son. We have been made holy. And now we should live holy. And not run back into the world to defile ourselves again. Number three. Pray in Jesus' name. Oh, what do you mean with that, John? Well, what I mean in John 14 verse 13. It says, whatever you ask in my name. I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Whatever you ask in my name. You know, it means that you have to align what you ask with the line that God agrees upon. You have to align your thoughts, you have to align your heart with Christ, with the Word of God, with the Spirit of God. So when you pray, Pray in Jesus' name, it means that also your longings must be holy longings. What you ask, what you want, what you desire, what you feel you need in life, these things should come from a holy heart. They come from the spirit. They come from the new nature. The old nature is asking for things that we cannot give to it. That old nature must be dead and buried in Christ. So that old nature, we should not allow that old nature to come with its wants and with its yearnings and with its longings. No, that old nature must be dead in Christ and we must keep it dead and we must not feed it anymore. Our new longings, our desires must come out of that new nature and those longings will be pure and they will glorify God. So when you just ask whatever you want, out of the old nature, well, you'll be surprised what that old nature wants. And then you come into that situation where Paul was. He said, the good things I wanna do, I'm not doing it. But the bad things, the evil things I don't wanna do, I'm doing those things. Well, we don't want that, do we? But praise God, Paul didn't stay there. He came into the next chapter, the chapter of victory. And I want you to be in victory. Hallelujah. And then number four, we must produce spiritual fruit. That's important. It says, my father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. What kind of a fruit are we giving? Well, if we are defiling our body, and if we are using our body for evil things, and again, I'm not just talking, about sexuality, but that's an important one in our days. But there are many more things. If we are doing business in a wrong way, not in an honest way, if we are gossiping and and complaining and using our lips in that negative way, I'm talking about many different things that we can use this body that it's not being used to glorify God. Well, then we are having fruit, but they are bad fruits. They are evil fruits. They are fruits that will not glorify God. But here it says, the Father is glorified if we have good fruit, fruit that prove that we are his disciples. Some of these good fruits, what are they? Well, when we lead someone else to Christ, that's a good fruit. (laughs) That's the best fruit you can have in life when you're leading others to Christ. But also, of course, there is the fruit of the spirit. Galatians chapter 5. We read the fruit of the spirit. If those t- characteristics can be developed in our life. Oh, maybe we were a different man before we were born again, but now we have the fruit of the spirit, and we are gentle, and we are kind and we are loving, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Read Galatians chapter five. But also in Colossians 1:10 it speaks about the good deeds that God wants to produce through us good deeds that come from him and that will glorify him. Oh my dear friends, let us use our body to glorify God. Let us use our lips to praise Him. Let us obey His word, that we will not give Him a defiled offering, but that we will give Him that offering that He deserves, pure and holy. Let us pray in His name the prayers that are in line with His word, in line with His longings and desires, and let us bear fruit. Not just a little fruit, not evil fruits, but good fruit and much fruit, hallelujah, Fruit that will glorify him. Well, there's much more I could say about this subject, but I believe it's important to have a moment of prayer right now. My dear friend, I'm not accusing you. I'm not telling you that you are, you have made such a mess of it that you are so unworthy that you're not able to come to God anymore. No, but as God said to that woman, he said, go and sin no more. This is a moment that you can make a decision that God is speaking to you, hey, I love you, but I'm not pleased with the way that you are living. I love you, and I have so much good stuff to give you, blessings in abundance, but the way you are living, it's bringing a curse upon your life. You're defiling your body, you're using your body for things that I did not design it to be used for. You're living according to the world, according to the unbeliever who's living according to the flesh but read my manual. Start to understand through the Holy Spirit what I have for you and start to enjoy all the good things that I have for you. Repent today and start to live holy through the Holy Spirit that will help you. If you are that person that's watching or listening right now and you say, yes, yes, oh, I I never thought of it that way or I knew that something was wrong but I didn't, didn't take it serious enough but now I feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit that God is calling me to change my life and I want to but I need his help, then I want to pray with you right now. Just put your hand on your heart. Just say, oh God, oh God, I come to you a sinner and I wanna repent of my sins. I wanna repent of giving my body to things that I should not give it to and that I have defiled myself and that now I am a terrible offering to you. My life is a terrible offering to you because it's so dirty and sinful but I believe that your son came and that he took the punishment of my sin. I believe that he gave his blood upon the cross that through his sinless holy blood, I may be cleansed and changed in a moment. Oh, Father, through your grace, through your love, come into my life right now and cleanse me completely. Every particle of my being, oh, Lord, from top to toe, Lord, cleanse me. In Jesus' name, I ask you and make me holy and acceptable for you. Lord, there are things I need to change in my life, but I can't do it without your help. I need your help. So Lord, I ask you for strength. You say in your word that when we receive the Holy Spirit, we receive power. Oh Lord, let me receive that power now to resist the urges of my flesh, to resist the temptations of life and to say no to those things and to walk righteous before you through the Holy Spirit that is at work in me. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Father. I pray, help me, Holy Spirit, because I want to live according to the new man that you created me to be. I thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love, your goodness, and I thank you that from today on, My life is changed and it will not be the same anymore. I give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.